I'm going to do this one a little different. Normally, I have everything that I'm going to talk about written out. And sometimes I think it can maybe sound a little robotic or maybe not as exciting as what it could be. Uh, I'm going to, I just, so what I did today is I wrote a few notes. So you may get a few ums and ahs as I try to go through this, but I think that this will actually be maybe a better format for the show. Like just kind of riffing, just talking about whatever I want to talk about, whatever comes to my mind. Now, I'm not a con guy. Like I don't like a con guy, like a, like a criminal. No, I'm not a con guy. Like, like going to conferences, that type of thing. It's not really something that I look forward to or enjoy. Um, I've, and I've been to a handful, um, for example, DEF CON like 15 years ago or something. I went to DEF CON, which it was fun, but you know, I'm not like the after party kind of guy. Like I want to go explore the city and, and that kind of stuff. Cause it's usually in a city that I'm not from. And I've done a few um, industry trade shows for telephone and, and everything like that. And, but, but a good friend of mine invited me to go to ClueCon 2022. And, um, well, first, the price was $1,500 to go. And so that was a hard no for me right from the get-go. But he did finally entice me by finding me a coupon code. So uh, I saved $1,000 on, uh, on the show. So that was that made it a little more... Made, made, made it make a little more sense. So we're, today we're going to talk about ClueCon 2022. It's Monday, October 24th, and this is The Brew House. Now, I really do enjoy traveling. And usually where I, when I stay places, I like to stay downtown, kind of where the action is. Uh, Klukan is no different. I stayed downtown Chicago, uh, just a few blocks away from the, or actually one block away from the, I think it's like Michigan and then pretty much right on the river. Uh, the Klukan was at the Swiss hotel. Um, but I stayed at the Radisson, which was literally shared a, a back parking lot. It was interesting. I've never really stayed at a hotel that has a balcony before and uh, a balcony actually that you could walk out on. There's a, like a, only a fence preventing you from the ground. And I was on the 16th floor. So that was a that was crazy high for me. So I went out there once and it was a little cold. It was so cold. In fact, I didn't pack a coat. And so I ended up at a Target uh, like at about seven o'clock in the morning. And uh, I did find a clearance coat and it definitely was clearance. It's blue and yeah. And then I made my way down to check out the, the artistic bean or whatever. I wanted to get a picture of that because I'd been to Chicago quite a few times, but I've never actually stopped to see it. And the con didn't start until 930. So I took that little bit of time to go and kind of see that thing I've never seen before, which because it happened to be right next to my hotel too. And then as I was walking to go do the, be early for the con and go do the check-in, I saw a coffee cup sitting on a post in the corner and it, and it said Billy Goat's Tavern. So, of course, I Googled that because I'm curious what the heck's a Billy Goat's Tavern. And it turns out that they were open for breakfast. So, I, being only like a block or two away from it, I walked over and got a great breakfast for $8. Two eggs, hash browns, three pieces of bacon, and toast for, like I said, $8. It was crazy. Then uh, a little bit later, I found out that there's another Billy Goat's Tavern. That wasn't even the original one. So, of course, I had to go have breakfast the next day at that one. And it was just the same but older. And it was in the coolest spot. It was like, uh, right off the magnificent mile, but on the second story down, like in an alleyway, it was pretty cool. It's a, it definitely will be a destination that I'll stop at when I go to Chicago the next time. But other than that, I really didn't do much Chicago. Um, like I said, I'm not a con guy. So, so like the first day I was there, 
Um, they had a costume contest after the show and that's just not a, that's just not my thing. Plus I decided I was going to take these four days to kind of work on a project that I've been kind of putting on the back burner, which we'll do. A, I'll do a show about here, uh, next Monday, um, about how Google really screwed up Chrome extensions, but we'll talk about that later. So day one of me being at the conference, which was actually day two of the conference, uh, was really lackluster for me. I, I couldn't understand any of the speakers. And in fact, I ended up leaving early. The bass was like turned up really high or something. So all you could hear was just, you know, deep sounding voices. And it, it, and you know, I was kind of interested in the, in the speakers. I think the, the first, the first day that I was there, the AST PP guy, the guy that builds um, phone switches out of asterisk and free switch, you know, with billing and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of something that I'm interested in. I couldn't understand a word he said, and it was disappointing. The The creator of Free Switch gave the first talk and um, couldn't understand a word he was saying either. They created some new product called SignalWire. Um, I still don't understand exactly what it does, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Uh, so I was really disappointed, but my friend was going to show up on Wednesday. So I was like, you know what? Um, I'm going to go back. Right away in the morning, eight o'clock, the internet was good there. So I went back eight o'clock, found my spot, sat back down, started working on coding. And this first speaker came on and magically the sound was all better. And that was great because day two or day three of the conference, day two of me being there, uh, I got to listen to um, one of the guys of the open of an open source project I use a ton of, um, Sipwise RTP Engine. He was giving um, a presentation on RTP Engine and the future of uh, the, the future of the project. And so of course I was fanboying a little bit, thought this guy's kind of cool. I never actually introduced myself to him, but, uh, you know, whatever. I, I'm sure he didn't need that. And I didn't really have any questions for him. Just wanted to, I just want to study what a great project it is. That's all. <laughs> the, the guy who maintains Camellio was there. He gave a presentation on topology hiding. That was really good. I enjoyed that one too. I know I know a lot of you that listen probably don't understand any of this. I've been in telephony for almost 20 years. So this the stuff that I think is cool here, probably a lot of people out there don't think is don't aren't, aren't interested in and how all that works. But anyways, uh, then that night was the poker game. And honestly, I was going to skip it. I just I don't really play cards that much. And honestly, when I do, I, I end up losing. So we my friend convinced me to go. So I went and actually had a really good time. I met I met quite a few people. Uh, met a guy that's trying to convince his um, place of business that's a call center to switch out their Avaya system for a free switch system. And their only reluctance in doing that is that the fact that free switch is open source. So, and, I, and I've heard this argument uh, in the computer business before that open source software is not superior because, you know, every, anybody can work on it and there's possibility that they'll put bugs in it and they won't fix it. And, you know, you don't get vendor support and all that, which is obviously false. I mean, if, if you went and you paid the free switch creators, the free switch maintainers to add something you wanted to the product project, they would do it. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the, that's the point of the software is free as in beer. Um, you can pay for support. You can pay for them to add things that you want. And maybe they'll want to do it. Maybe they won't, but you can probably find somebody that could code that into the project for you. Um, but anyways, I finished third at my table playing poker, which was kind of cool. I've never done that. They gave us $3,000 worth of chips. The first thing I asked when I got my chips was if I could cash out. Unfortunately, he said no. And uh, then, I, then uh, I didn't get to the final round, which is fine, but I did get to watch the final round and it actually went really quickly. Um but then it gave me a little more time to network and actually talk to my friend that I haven't, I've never actually seen him in person. We've known each other for almost 15 years. And so it gave me time to chat with him a little bit and chat with some other people at the show. 
Then on day day three was my last day uh, there. So I stayed because my friend gave a speech and I went to the airport and went home and nothing, nothing really more than that happened. What I found interesting about ClueCon was, is it wasn't all um, speeches about uh, telephony or telephone or computers in general. One person gave a, gave a speech on when is the correct time to have a meeting. And it turns out Friday mornings, statistically speaking, are the, according to her, the best time to have a meeting because Everyone is still focused on getting their work done until Friday afternoon, which happens to be the worst time to have a meeting. So I, I found that interesting. I mean, I would have thought middle of week in the morning is the right, is the best time to have a meeting, but apparently that's that's not right. I don't. Well, according to her research, I, I have no idea how 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 deep she dug. And then my friend gave a speech on um, his health. Um, he basically almost worked himself to death, and so he's you know, working on that and, and slowing down a little bit. And he should, I mean, I, I you know, I've taken some time and, and slowed down, slowed down a little bit too. And, and I've been enjoying some time with my family and I think he's going to do the same. And I think that that's great, but all in all ClueCon, would I go again? You know, I, I think I would. Um, I, I realized that this year was the first year back from the not ha- from having it in person. It wasn't in person last year. And, and so I get that things, you know, maybe, take a little bit more time to get the wheels rolling, to get the thing back to what it was before. I think that maybe I would be interested in giving a, giving a talk. Like I said, I've been in telephony for a really long time. We could talk about the changes in telephony. We could talk about, you know, the big switch from DS3s and T1s to SIP or MGCP. A lot of the, they used to use that a lot um, for home users. But anyways, I think that, I think that that would be the reason that I would go. I would uh, probably like to give a talk because the crowd is usually really receptive to what anybody's talking about. Because it takes a lot of it takes a lot of bravery to stand up and talk in front of people. In fact, I have to give a I have to give two speeches next week um, for the bank uh, about um, basically about cybersecurity. And you know there might be a room of 20 or 30 people. I'm still nervous to talk. I mean, my audience on this podcast is 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 growing every time I do one. And you know that's a little nerve wracking for me too. Every mistake that I make seems amplified. And, uh, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be that way. Just like that mistake. I mean, it's just amplified. Right. But I think that's the point. The point of the podcast is just chat about whatever. And, and I, and I kind of did like this format. I think if I took a little more time and wrote out a few more notes, cause I, I know there was a few more things I wanted to talk about, but really, I mean, I, all I wanted to really talk about was ClueCon 2022. Would I go again? Was it worth it? So the question is, is was it worth it? So there was two pricing structures to ClueCon. It was $1,200 if you stayed at the Swiss Hotel. It was $1,500 if you stayed somewhere else. I attempted to try to stay at the Swiss Hotel, but they were obviously all sold out. I didn't decide to go do this until like the week before it happened. So they were obviously sold out, which is fine. Um, So... But but would I pay the full like $1,500 for the conference... As it sits right now, I probably wouldn't. The the coupon code I got that was really the tipping point. Would I go again for that price? I probably would. Um, I did. I did get to finish my project that I've been pushed off to the side. I mean, I stayed up later than I usually ever stay up. I stayed up midnight, one o'clock in the morning, coding. Um, and I and you know I haven't done that in a really long time, and just on a personal project basically. And 
and I had a great time doing it and to watch the end product come out and actually work. Um, what I built was is a, a plugin or extension that hooks into Google Chrome, just a dropdown and lets you dial phone numbers and let you receive calls. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty simple, but, but still it's a project that I would want it to do. And I've got the time to do it. So really I, you know, the short of uh, going and seeing the bean in the morning and I went to Miller's pub, which I thought was just going to be a quaint little pub. Turns out it is not. And it is over a half hour wait for a table uh, on a Wednesday or a Tuesday night. So just keep that in mind. But the food was delicious. I, I, I tried to get the lamb sandwich because I was curious what the heck is a lamb sandwich, but they were out of lamb. So I ended up getting the fish and chips, which were great. And, uh, but that's really the only exploration I did. I spent most of the time just sitting there coding, um, watching some TV. I mean, it's not very often that, you know, I'm just by yourself for a few days. So and I'm, not, I'm not saying that that was, that was a great advantage. It'd be fun to travel with family too, but normally I don't get the time to sit around and just code. So I don't really have much else to say about ClueCon 2022 or anything like that. Would I go for the $500? I would go for the $1,500. I probably wouldn't, but even so it was a good experience and I enjoyed meeting the people. And of course I enjoy visiting the city. That's pretty much all I have to say. So with that, have a great Monday.